それを返せさもないと後悔するぞお前一人に一体何ができる誰が一人だと言ったはい。
Yeah, and then you appreciate goggles is what happens then. <laughs> goggles. So, um, yeah, uh, fun fact you guys might not know. Uh, my lovely girlfriend, Curbs, used to live out in North Dakota and Montana. Oh, lived there for like three years. And it was routinely, the wind, the wind chill was routinely negative 50 degrees in the wintertime, like for right. three months. It's a horrible place. Um, this, you know, no trees, barren land, straight line wind for three months a year. And it was very, very commonly like this. Uh, our weather was coupled by the fact that we got a snowstorm or what constitutes a snowstorm in this part of the world uh, this week, uh, first part of this week, and then it got frigid cold. Uh, and they couldn't do anything with the roads. Because you can't salt them because as soon as it, whatever, whatever the salt melts, it refreezes and then just becomes a sheet of ice. Uh, so we were, we've been in a state of emergency for two days. And today was actually colder than yesterday, although apparently everybody got sick of just not being able to do anything. Right. And for a lot of people, today was business as usual. Oh, yeah. Versus everybody, like, staying home yesterday. Yeah. Kids were home, but everybody else The schools else were closed. County of offices were closed. City offices were closed. The state of Michigan was closed. And they didn't just close, like, people in this area. They closed all state offices in the entire state, which, uh, for a friend of mine who works in Marquette... Has like I mean it's routinely cold and snowy up there. This is the first time that you know they, they they've had a had the actual state offices closed. Right. So this is this is like this is like big deal for Michigan. It's kind of weird. They're like on a big closing the government kick lately. <laughs> That's funny. So uh, and coupled with the fact that uh, the consumer power plant in Jackson caught fire. And they had to issue a statement, which came to everybody's phone overnight. Yeah, ten thirty-five. Yeah, stating that um, everybody had to set their thermostats to sixty-five degrees so they didn't run out of gas, and and so people didn't run out of heat. And oh my God, the number of people who complained about having to turn their thermostat down to sixty-five. I mean, hashtag first world problems. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, it was at the office today, we had it at 65, and it was really cold. And I started a conversation at work today. When it's 65 in springtime, I have the windows down on my car. I'm driving with just a t-shirt on. But today, 65 degrees, I'm freezing. I wanted a blanket. I wanted a space heater. I have blanket on right now, and Ken's. <laughs> I'm sitting underneath of a register. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not that far from that said register either. If, like, well, it's going to be the, the, the weather forecast calls for it to be like 52 on Monday. Yes, I will be outside without a coat on for sure. Uh, yeah, well, there's going to be people. That's in short shorts. weather. Short yeah, weather. but here's the thing: like, I've noticed, like, my house is perpetually. We keep the thermostat at 64. All, all winter long, I like it. We, we sleep with the window open most nights, not the last couple nights because it would it would freeze open. But typically, there's a fan on and and a, and a window open. We like it cold. But if my office is sixty four, is is it, the office the other morning Monday morning I think got down to sixty six degrees and I was freezing cold. At work, at work, yeah. but here here if it's sixty four, I'm like man up, put on a sweater. At right. work, it's like, oh my god, I can't take this. I have to. I, I spent half the day just holding a cup of hot water in my hand, just to just to keep it from getting warm. 
right? It's like thermostats don't matter. Like the temperature doesn't even register a real amount. It just says numbers at you in the winter time around here. Like can say 68 and it feels okay sometimes. And then some days 68 is unbearably cold. 65 you'll get by. Sometimes you'll be chattering in the front of a fireplace at 65. Like, I don't know. Thermostats in general are weird to me. Like, they don't ever reflect the real world around you. It depends on the placement of the thermostat, like, where it registers. Because, so you're at work, right? And you usually have, like, maybe one thermostat a floor. That thermostat might happen to be by a vent. So it's going to register as warm there while everybody else in the floor is freezing. And that's probably what happened at work today for Jonathan and I, because I, I did most of my work the last half of the day, last three hours, in my winter coat. Like, I wore my winter coat zipped up at my computer today at it, work. It was pretty bad. And the thermostat for our office is on the opposite side, and we have a warehouse that's on the opposite side of us that's not heated. Mm. So we were just getting mm. – it was just – thermal drawing it out the heat is like oh heat this area i i work in a hundred plus year old victorian mansion that's uh that our, our office was converted from and anybody who says the heat rises is a liar <laughs> <laughs> well thermodynamics does say that it does you're a liar. <laughs> Thermodynamics yeah. in general is a liar. Uh, because a lot like of normally I would up until up until this winter I would agree with you, but I tell you it, it was it's seventy two downstairs and it is not even close to that upstairs. Well, because it kept rising. It went past you. <laughs> it skips. <laughs> it skips. It it, yeah, but it should pool there at some point. Well, Before no, it passes out the well, roof, not, and it did not. Well, not if you have worse drafts in between. So, mm-hmm. but, like, when I lived up north, because I used to live in northern Michigan, where it was, like, the worst place on earth, if you can believe that. Uh, at least it was to me. So the opposite uh, of Disneyland. Yes. Actually, <laughs> funny funny story about that. Uh, we, we were in Florida. We used to take an annual vacation to Florida. We left Orlando, where we had been at Disney World the day before. In the morning, it was 74 degrees. Got home to Gaylord, it was negative 4. The actual temperature was negative 4. So oh, it, yeah, it was, it. yeah, it was a 78 degree swing. And then I was sick for four days after that. I believe that. It was, it was, it was terrible. Plain terrible. At least you went to Disneyland. Or world, whatever, Disney World, whatever it was. Disney, don't mistake the two. All right, there's a big difference. Lands in California, right? Yes. yes. Okay. And surrounded by strip malls and mm-hmm. strip joints and cheesy motels. Sounds like a better place. <laughs> well, it's like the yeah. You go outside the you go outside no. the gates of the Magic Kingdom. It's like the grown-up Disneyland. Well, then you're just in Anaheim, which <laughs> yeah. Once you say that out loud, then you realize you're in Anaheim and you've made a mistake. Well, then yeah. you can find the Mighty Ducks. It's nothing like Jodenheim. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be in Jodenheim. Well, it'd be cold there. <laughs> it'd be here. Yeah. It'd be yeah. here. We and are in you got to fight the frost cholos. So my favorite thing that I found during all this for memes was somebody took the cover for the movie The Day After Tomorrow on Tuesday, and they scratched off The Day After, and it just said Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and it showed Frozen New York City. I thought that was the best thing ever. I, I, I enjoyed that one quite a bit, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. 
And then I wanted to scratch it off again and write today, and then it was just too cold too. It was too cold for you to to <laughs> manipulate that image. Yeah, to write today. Computer mouse froze. <laughs> because when um, actually I think about that movie all the time when someone says polar vortex. Oh yes. Because I think about like you know that the eye of that storm mm-hmm. where the where the air come came down and everything just froze in place instantly. That's what I think of when someone says polar vortex. I agree, one hundred percent. I also think of that movie every time somebody denies climate change. Oh yes, but it, but it's but it's but it's uh, it, it, this is the coldest winter on record. How, how, climate change is obviously fake. Global warming is a farce. No, global warming is what saves us from this polar vortex. Global warming is bad marketing. Mm-hmm. That's why it's climate change now. That's why it's climate change, and that's what it should have been. Also, there's a difference between weather and climate, but yeah, you can't tell these people that. You can tell people anything to believe it. You can't even tell anti-vaxxers to vaccinate their children. Right. Like the measles outbreak in Seattle. Right, because science doesn't mean anything. Or the fact that polio is no longer eradicated. Like, seriously, how that can you... That pisses me off. How can you sit there Really and does, say, right? They've worked so hard to eradicate... Like, they actually won one. Yeah. Like, yeah. science and medicine... No, well, they won... They won actually won one. three, because you had smallpox. That's gone. Right, still, it's still gone for now. For now, um, you you had eradicated polio in 1984 or 1996 was the last case. It's one of the two, and then they eradicated measles from the United States in 2000, only for it to come back with a vengeance after that goddamn terrible scientific report. <laughs> In quotes, I guess, for report. Yeah, yeah. And scientific. And scientific. That guy, I forget his name, but he got paid. He got paid by lawyers of people representing those kids to do that report. Right. $684,000, I believe, he got paid to do that. Is that all the money it takes to, like, ruin To ruin the world? Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I'm a seems little. Like a, I'm actually now super disappointed. Seems like a bargain, right? I mean, that's a bargain basement price. To steal it twice the price to, to ruin global health. I would have thought it had to have been at least a million dollars. Nope. To nope. In, endanger lives like that. But like nope. even even after tax, it was. <laughs> right. I mean, seriously. Like, what did he pay in taxes on that stupid six hundred grand? Jesus. So. Yeah. So that guy has an institute in Texas. Of course, it's Texas. God, he has an institute in Texas, Texas. Texas, where he pushes the the anti-vaccine movement. Can like we... he still does this, even though he got caught, and he knows he's a dirty liar. Like, oh, you gotta live up to it now. Can we give Texas back to Mexico? Like, is it too late for that? <laughs> yes. Because I would love to see what Mexico did to Texas if we did give it back. I, w- I will say one thing: it'd be easier to establish a hard border between Oklahoma and Texas than right. between Texas and Mexico. It's for national security. It's the only thing we can do. Give it back. That's give it back. Just, just give it back. Write it off. Just claim it's a, yeah a national problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a national write off. <laughs> national, yeah. So uh, not only that, I think the worst, the worst. I know we got on uh, anti vaxxers but the, probably the worst thing about these people is that they're harming their own children. Because mm-hmm. they're all vaccinated. They're all vaccinated. They went through the time where vaccinations mm-hmm. were mandatory and people were smarter about it. Right. And they're harming their children. Like these kids in Seattle that got measles would not have gotten measles. We eradicated that. In 2000, we claimed it gone. 
from the United States. There were no more cases. Right. And all those people got vaccines at a time where there was more of those questionable compounds in them and didn't have autism. Right. And so now they found out that some of those chemicals needed to get taken out, took them out, still a vaccine. Most of the people in the world, like every single child in America gets that vaccine. All of them. Like, that's the rule. Everybody gets it. The numbers just don't add up. I mean, it doesn't even take two seconds to figure out that your math doesn't check out when you say, oh, this vaccine's going to give my kid autism. It's like, no, it's not. Because all the other kids have that same vaccine. So Ben Franklin lost his kid to smallpox. And there's this famous quote where he says that in retrospect, he wishes he would have inoculated his child against smallpox because he didn't do it because he was afraid he would give the kid smallpox, but he needed to, he wanted to take the safer route and he should have taken the safer route. And, and he said this to those parents that were thinking of not inoculating their children. And he's not even talking about vaccines. He's talking about inoculations, which are more even more dangerous, which is, hey, I'm going to take this bacteria and I'm going to open your skin and shove it in there. Right. Right. He wishes he would have done that instead of lose his child. And that was Benjamin Franklin way back when. Right. Being smarter than now. I wonder what the percentage of people who are anti-vax and pro-life are. <laughs> like what's that what's that percentage just out of curiosity i'd, I'd, I'd like to see oh, some math on that i would assume it's whatever is most depressing whatever the most possibly depressing statistic could be that's what it is right now by 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 you said pro-choice pro-life pro-life by pro-life you mean pro-birth right oh yeah I, I always mean that yeah, pro birth. Because yeah, they don't I really always, care what happens. I, I always one hundred. Whenever I say pro life, I one hundred percent mean pro birth. Yeah, because they don't. They, they don't care what happens to the kid no. after no. it was born. Especially. No, because I have. I because it's the same situation as when people are pro pro life in quotation marks and pro death penalty. Right, makes no sense. You can't. You can't. You can't be both. Well, but those are bad people. Well, and, it doesn't matter. And then some of those babies. You either get born you either brown. value life or you don't. There's it's a binary state. Yeah, I feel if, like those are not very binary people. They're very quantum physics type people. They like to exist in all possible states at all possible times. Well, yeah, times. It's, it's, it's whatever's most convenient for me to believe at that moment. I understand that. But in reality, yeah, right? it's binary. It's a binary choice. And we've talked about binary choices before. We yeah, have. Everything, everything's binary. Mm-hmm. We talk about a lot of stuff on this podcast. If you missed any of them, they're all available for you. Yeah. Free download. Like and subscribe. Yeah, all four of you who aren't Jabo under different names. Right. <laughs> I don't have that many. I have two. I I just assume that there there were you know the, the the fifteen of our followers are you, two are your girlfriend. No. Six are Russian bots, and then the rest of them are actual individuals. We actually gained one this week. Yeah. Now has our our marketing specifically towards the Russian bots paying off at all? <laughs> we're up to is thirty-five. That, is that, yeah, but isn't that uh, isn't that bad, Vlad? At Moscow.gov or something. <laughs> and Moscow.com. <laughs> Moscow has a governmental website, and they make it that obvious. Right. Moscow.gov. I mean, it's, it's, it's got to be something like that, because we have a pretty easy time figuring out that the, government, that the Russians are doing all this crap. 
So like Putin's email is Putin at Moscow.gov. It's, it's it's no, it's bad Vlad. Bad Vlad. <laughs> so all right. So here's the thing about it's this. Right bad now. Vlad sixty nine. <laughs> yeah. So the current investigation into the Russian collusion. Uh, there was no collusion. Well, exactly. <laughs> so Mueller shared a select set of documents with one organization. So which hunt? And only that organization. Which hunt? And the next thing you know is a week later, the entire folder, not changed at all, is up on Twitter. Then they mm. follow the Twitter handle back to where it originated, and guess where it came from? Bad Vlad 69 <laughs> at <laughs> Moscow.gov. Yep. Yeah, it sure did. And uh, so, yeah. So, the, oh, and they, I, I don't know. Did they do it on purpose? Like, Of course they did. I assume so. Like, only sharing that with them so they could be like, oh, yeah, you guys are really doing this stupid shit. Like, we said you are. So they shared it with the organization. Who in the organization screwed up? Oh, none of the details like that were made. It was just a new Twitter was made, and it shared all these files. And it came from basically the same region where this organization is in Russia. Hmm. Wait, 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 wait. You confused me. So he someone sh- in their office has leaked it. Yeah, he shared it with a Russian organization? Yeah. Why would he do that? Because it's the stuff that they have on the Russians. Was it that Russian news play? Oh, what is that? Uh, RT know. or something. Like, Some news station? Like the, the popular Russian news media. The state media of Russia? Um, I don't know it could who it be is. them. No, they, they play it off as more of a hip thing. I think it's RT. Russia think, Today, yeah. Uh, yeah, something like that. I wonder. Hosted by, hosted by Russia's sweetheart, Comrade Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> Or whatever, whatever, whatever their, whatever their Ryan Seacrest equivalent is. What would be the Russian? Not, to, not to, I'm, I'm not implying that Ryan Seacrest would host Russia. Today. No, he's such he's, a hardworking guy. He probably flies over. He there might. I would. It wouldn't actually surprise me, although you know Ryan Seacrest is such a national treasure. I just can't imagine him betraying the country like that. Okay. <laughs> when you're a hustler, you gotta hustle. Kelly Ripa, on the other hand, I could totally see her doing it. <laughs> Comrade Ripa. Comrade Ripa. Yeah, nice. Mueller says his files were leaked to Russia. Leaked to leaked to Russia, which means the person he shared it to was in the East States. Correct? Hmm. I don't know. It sounds like it. But either way, it's kind of crazy to me. I don't think it's crazy at all. It's the canary mm-hmm. trap. Yeah. Awesome. That's what it sounds like. I which, would... Which, 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 the way the canary... It sounds like a canary, the results of a canary trap. And the way the canary trap works is... You release certain, you, different versions of a story to different people, and then whichever one come, whichever one leaks, you based on what, based on the version that leaks, you know where you, you know who leaked it. Oh. Right. Yeah, they did that in um, Miami Vice movie. <laughs> they did. I, I didn't see it. I'm Wait, sorry. Wait, is that the way our Department of Justice works? <laughs> By going through old episodes of Miami Vice no, 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 and no, taking no, the not, plot not the TV and show, to... it was the movie one with Jamie Fox. And uh, Colin Farrell. Okay. Oh, well, that's why. It actually has the the cool version of uh, the song we were talking about before we started today. Phil Collins song. Oh, oh is it here tonight? Yeah. I have a. Re- 
that was I mean I remember that that happened in a Tom Clancy book like one of the Jack Ryan books like 30 40 30 35 years ago that doesn't surprise me I mean it, it everything's a rehash sense. nowadays right. every every single thing but he was in the biz right he was an actual spy Tom Clancy no yeah. I don't think so so let's talk about Miami Vice <laughs> so who <laughs> was Don Johnson and who in the original show? In the original oh, show. Oh, dude, I don't know, dude. I didn't watch the original show. I watched the movie. They wear, like, shoes without socks. It was cool. Yeah, and those double-breasted, iridescent colored suits with uh, T-shirts underneath. Damn straight. Yeah, no, no, never a tie. That 1984 was... to 1990. Way too cool for that. Yeah. Wait, wait, it went on for for six years? You say 84 to 90? How many boat chases yeah. can you have? <laughs> Yeah, 84 to 1990. 100, 111 episodes. 111 boat chases? What? <laughs> Good God. Right. Fire up the Evan Rude. Here we go. Who was the... Uh, so it was it was Don Johnson Don and Don Johnson and Philip Michael Thomas. Philip, Philip Michael, Michael Thomas. Yes, there it yes. is. I knew it was a triple name. Yeah, I, 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 I can't believe I blanked on that. Don Johnson and Philip Michael Thomas. Don Johnson. And neither one of them went anywhere after that. Well, Don Johnson did Nash Bridges. Man, that doesn't really count as <laughs> that a show. Which was like Miami count. Vice in San Francisco with Cheech Marin instead of Philip Michael Thomas. Yeah, mm. that doesn't really count as a uh, show. He did a couple other things. He did some movies. He he was Don Johnson. Tin Cup. <laughs> he was in Tin Cup. He did. He yeah. He was the, he was he he was in Tin Cup. He played the golf pro. He was wow. in Django Unchained. He was Big Daddy. Um. Huh. He did. Um. He was in that movie with Melanie Griffith. He was in Machete. Born Yesterday or Went something like that. Yeah. Long um, Flat Balls, too. See, now that's a, that's the name for a ping pong movie right there. So earlier we were talking about naming a ping pong movie Mad Balls, but Long Flat Balls, too, sounds great. Or, balls of War. Or, or a porno. Either or. Either or, it works. You can honestly, actually do both. Honestly, the ping pong movie could slide back and forth. No. Soft, <laughs> softcore porn. Ping pong movie. Yeah, ping pong porno. You got the paddles already? Well, another, Slides another, right into it. Another just have it right in the back. Another porn sounding name he was in was Brawl and Cell Block 99. <laughs> I don't know what kind of porn name. Well, you obviously have to change it. And then another one's called Daddy Issues. Perfect. <laughs> that was a TV series. Oh, so ongoing. Wait, so Nash Bridges, I, I equate that to like one of those really, really bad shows like Walker, Texas Ranger. You know, the ones that are on USA Network. Or like Renegade, <laughs> anything on your. You mean, you're talking about shows that were produced for syndication. Yes. Yeah. Walker, Texas Ranger, Renegade, those who, ones. Who were made specifically for middle-aged white men to ignore in the background of whatever it is they're doing. Yes. Okay. Terrible, terrible shows. Yeah. So Michael, so Philip Michael Thomas also was a voice actor for Grand Theft Auto Vice City. <laughs> I uh, find that hilarious. Yeah. Boy, that makes right. a lot of sense when you think about it. Yeah, it does. Right. It does. Uh, he did quite a few TV series. He did Fortune Hunter, We Are Angels, uh, twice, and a video game for We Are Angels in 1997. Well, this guy kind of has a sad career. Well, yeah, as long a lot as keep him busy, right? A lot of TV movies. Hmm. Were they on the Hallmark Channel? I was just going to ask that. Uh, this one's called Extra Large Miami Killer. How many, I doubt how that many was on the Hallmark Channel. Christmas in the title? <laughs> Extra Large Miami Killer. That also could be a porno. Uh, Extra Large Cannonball. Was the only one. Extra large black magic. <laughs> wait a minute. Are wait, these all no, about a fat guy? All pornos. <laughs> no, wait. Extra large black magic was not a porno. No, it was a TV movie, dude. 
1992. Right. Was there a TV movie about opportunity. Elizabeth is in their car with her boyfriend when suddenly she feels a pain in her stomach so strong <laughs> she no? seizes a knife and stabs herself to death. What? Her boyfriend is charged with the murder. That's insane. I need to watch this movie. <laughs> or at least that scene. Right. Well, I, th- I think Pete's going to be missing from the rest of the show then. Because he's got to go do this right now. I, I got to do it now. Do it now. Do e- it. Extra large black mystic. What was it called? Magic. Mag- extra large, black, large magic. black magic. Why is it extra large? Here, I'll send it to you. It's... I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you do. <laughs> I guess. Give me some of that extra large black is, magic. Is that then the tagline for extra large black magic, the porno? <laughs> I don't want it, but oh, you do. Oh, you do. But you're getting but you're it gonna anyways. But you're going to get it. <laughs> you're getting it anyways. Get ready for a struggle snuggle. There you go, Pete. <laughs> I just sent it to you. Jesus. <laughs> what, did you, <laughs> what did you just say? A struggle snuggle? Yeah, you did it. You did it. Oh, well, I didn't say nothing. Yeah, it's on tape. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. It's digitized. We're not doing reel to reel here. We can go back and play it. No, you can't. <laughs> we can make a song out of it. You could do that. <laughs> That's what Extra Large Black Magic 2 is called. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the sequel. Oh, it needs to it happen. the prequel. No, no, sequel. It's got to be the second gotta part. got to be the sequel, yeah. With a cameo by, with, uh, with Don, uh, by Don Johnson. Yep, in his Miami Vice. Oh, car. yeah, obviously. Oh, yeah, you couldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Well, you could have it a different way, but that's and it's quick that's, too because like it's a boat chase. Yeah, that's the third. Like, boom, he goes episode. racing by in a boat. Jeez, what, how did this happen? Oh, it was my fault. I started that's talking what, about Miami. This is what happens when we don't have a run sheet. <laughs> okay. Uh oh, here it comes. Electric drums and synth. Why so isn't this like needs. our intro music? This right? is like a this is a cross between mid '80s Billy Joel and early '90s Hans Zimmer. That's weird, and I don't like it. <laughs> it doesn't make me wrong. <laughs> All right. So when we come back, we're gonna talk about the lady. Who married a ghost. (laughs) We'll be right back. Breakups are always tough. One woman in mourning, the end of her marriage to a dead, centuries-old pirate. And no, he didn't ghost her. People reports that Amanda Teague, an Irish woman and Jack Sparrow impersonator held a ceremony to wed the 300-year-old pirate ghost, also named Jack, early in 2018. Amanda arranged a private ceremony on a boat in international waters off the coast of Ireland so that the marriage would be legal. The 45-year-old hired a medium for the ceremony, which was conducted by a shaman priest. Less than a year later, Amanda is saying the marriage is over. So I feel it's time to let everyone know that my marriage is over, the mom of five wrote on her Facebook page. (laughs) According to the Irish Mirror, I will explain all in due course, but for now, all I want to say is be very careful when dabbling in spirituality. 
It's not something to mess with. Amanda previously explained that she'd met her ghost soulmate in 2014 when he appeared next to her as she was lying in bed. He is dark skinned and has jet black hair, so he tells me, she said. I told him I wasn't really cool with having casual sex with the spirit, and I wanted us to make a proper commitment to each other. I wanted the big traditional wedding with the white dress. It was very important to me. After revealing news of the divorce, Amanda, who dropped her married name and is now going by Amanda Sparrow Large, revealed to Inside Edition what prompted the split. I wish I never got married to him. I wish I was that healthy person that I was before I met him, she said in her first interview since the announcement. Jack has turned what was a beautiful and loving relationship to something that is ugly. According to Amanda, she started being plagued with health issues once she married Jack and deduced that he was stealing or draining her energy and using her for his own selfish intentions. She's dissolving the marriage and is contemplating an exorcism. And that was an actual news story written by Carol Lemon Lippo. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh my god, like every sentence in that whole thing was a whole brand new, what the fuck? Like, she's got ghost AIDS? Like, she's got, they had to get married in international waters. There was a medium and a shaman. He appeared to her in bed. She's already got five kids and is worried about her ghost marriage being Wait, a got, legitimate thing. She got five kids? Mother of five announced on Facebook, hey, at my later press conference that I'm going to explain about my ghost divorce. Like, what is the hell? What's going on? I saw a video of the ceremony. She actually got married standing next to a painted portrait of Jack Sparrow, <laughs> a.k.a. Johnny Depp from Pirates of the Caribbean, and kissed the painting in the ceremony. Like, he was not even a real pirate. Just, she decided he looked like Jack Sparrow. I thought she said he was black. He was black-haired. He said dark-skinned. Dark-skinned, black-haired. Um, I think he was Dominican. Oh. <laughs> I'm not sure. But... He just like, you know, well-tanned for, you know, being out in the sun on the, on the high seas. But basically... Number two things. Two things. One, why is this? Why is this person not getting help? And why does she still have her children? I guess that's two things in one. But anyways, and two, and two, this proves that long distance relationships never work. They don't work. No, they can't work. They can't work. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Maybe they just don't work through time. Okay, or the fact that you know the other person's dead. Right, or one of them's insane. But that is a definition of a long-distance long relationship. Being dead. Across the fields of time and space. So so did you guys catch... So her name is Amanda Teague, right? Right. But she calls herself now Amanda Sparrow Large. Where the hell does the word large come from? Like, she didn't want to be Sparrow Medium, I guess. I, I guess. If she's going to be a right. sparrow, be a big one? I don't but get it. Was it that large black magic? <laughs> it all comes around. It comes full right. circle. Oh, my God. I feel as though this was a, a PR stunt. Um, 
Oh, yes, obviously, yes. It didn't pan out the way she thought it was going For to. For her Jack Sparrow-themed novelty shop? <laughs> Probably. Um, also, she's not a very good Jack Sparrow impersonator because she looks nothing like him. Hmm. Like She was dressed up as Jack Sparrow standing next to a painted No, 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 she wore of... a wedding dress, but there's oh. a picture of her dressed up like as a Jack Sparrow impersonator. Oh, that's she's her job. Not, she's not a very, very, uh, she's not a very good uh, Sparrow impersonator. I have it pulled up. It's... That's pretty bad. Yeah, it's it's awful. Like 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 put a do rag on your head and call yourself Jack Sparrow. Yeah, well, I can do that right now. I know, and like and, and you would you would look as close to Jack Sparrow as she does. Nice. I'm not exactly sure what she looks like. Should we send her money? Like, is she? I know be what she okay? no. I know what she doesn't look like. I know what she look. If we look can like. raise twenty five million dollars for a border wall, we can spend, we can, we can raise a couple thousand dollars for this poor lady to get some help. Okay, okay, I have to pause for just one second. Sorry. All right, what are we gonna? Yeah, we're good. Sorry about that. That's that's awful. I know. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, people need help. Seriously. And this person has kids that probably needs help. I wonder if she thinks of them as like her little pirate, like that she make them row boats. That's or that's something? her crew. Right. It's her crew. It's her pirate crew. Also, should we jump on journalism for just a second? <laughs> like, like that people. was newsworthy. I swear to God, I heard Nancy O'Dell's voice at one point. So, so what's funny about this is I guarantee you that this person who wrote this story, Carolyn Lippo, I guarantee you they told her to do this story, and she's like, okay, fine, fuck you, and then wrote this awesomeness because right. that, it's hilarious. That is a piece of work. It's a piece of work, and Carolyn Lippo. You you can come in on our show and talk about this if you right. Want. Is she on the list to fight? <laughs> she, yeah, you can come fight me. Yeah, you're gonna fight her. <laughs> sure, she'll oh kick my, my ass. I'm come sure. next week, I'll make you a cantini. Yeah, this is cantini. beautiful. And the ghosting uh, line was my favorite thing in the whole. They the whole just thing. opened with. <laughs> yeah, like oh, let, let, let's just establish that this is not a this is not a serious piece of journalism. No, oh, yeah, I guess but it is serious. I, I appreciate what well, the, the, the no. yeah, it's absurdist is what it is. And I guarantee you that she resented having to cover that. Yes. Right. And she made it a brilliant, brilliant piece of work. So, again, yeah. Carolyn, Carolyn, I'm killing your name, Carolyn Lippo, just, Man. you know, come see us because, yeah, that was brilliant. We Nicely done. I, I, I liked it, and, and you know, we, we took it for what it was, and it was awesome. It was great. So, would you marry a ghost? No. Like, how would you even begin to... Number one, ghosts have to exist. Right, you got to commit to believing in ghosts. Uh, how do you, believing that you can talk to them. How do you get a license? <laughs> right. Apparently you could do it in international waters. Does Jesus approve? Oh, uh, that's right. Is well, it, I mean, he's the Holy Ghost. Well, is it necrophilia? Right. But they're still dead, though. I think that has to deal with more so of That's corpses. got more to do with the body. Oh, right. that, that's, a, that's as a body-specific yeah, requirement. Yeah, there has to be a corporeal being okay in order for there to be necrophilia involved so what would it be if you're you're in love with the ghost what if you're dan Aykroyd in ghostbusters and you get a bj from a ghost what was that mm. like can he marry that ghost i don't i do, in order to get married doesn't consent have to be involved don't you have to have uh, uh well have to be informed in, consent in certain religions you don't have to have consent from the bride no. But somebody has to. But someone <laughs> no. has to give consent. You'd think, right? Like even in a situation where, like, a child bride 
the parents give consent. The the terrible, terrible parents, yes, they yes. give consent. So did she obtain permission from some descendant of, of, of Jack Teague? No, I think he was speaking for himself. I mean, he came in there and had the, like, hey, baby, what's and, up? Can and, I? The, and the shaman priest, like... Did whatever they do. Like, he spoke to the shaman priest. The, shaman's, the shaman priest, like, I don't understand how the ceremony works. Well, she did have a medium. So maybe the, maybe, maybe the ghost was speaking through the medium. Um, kind of like the movie Ghost. Do you have to get, like, an attorney Damn, baby, what you do to your hair? Medium? Yeah. What's that? Do you have to get an attorney who's also a medium to, to do the paperwork? To make sure it's legal and they're not being forced about... Probably. Also, so, one, so, okay, so who, how, how do, what court handles the divorce at that point? Do you have to go to the War Crimes Tribunal in The Hague? or No, it's a show on the CW. <laughs> <laughs> the medium lawyer. Ghost lawyer. Ghost lawyer. Ghost lawyer. And that's the one where they have a love story and they get married. Can there be a Law and Order show of this too? Law and Order Ghost spinoff. Dong dong. Yeah. Law and Order Ghost. Paranormal Division. Right. <laughs> Paranormal. That. This is like divorce. an episode of the X Files. I would totally watch Law and Order Paranormal Division. I would. Right. I would. Instead of dump dump, it's like dropping chains or something. Okay, but can we br- can we bring back Ghost Lenny Briscoe? Yes. Because <laughs> if you can get Jerry Orbach back from the dead for this, I am totally on board. Well, wait, he's got to be wait. the head of Paranormal Division. Wait. No, no, he's the ghost that helps. What him. if all the people Jesus. in the show are dead and they're all ghosts? Ooh, and you don't find that out until the final episode. What's a twist? Right. That's season six and a half. When <laughs> like, oh, fuck, they're all ghosts. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, because as soon as Bruce Willis guest stars, you know what's going on. Well, yeah, he's in the last episode. <laughs> he just walks in at the very last second with six seconds left. No, it seems like the, like the, the, the partner has to be like a live person and a dead person. Yeah, well, it's it's essentially yeah. a buddy, mo- a buddy yeah, movie where, in a show. That's, that's where you get Jerry Orbach. Right, he's oh, the dead that, person. He just sees old footage. It's kind of like Ghost Dad. Would it kind of be like that movie with Ryan Reynolds where he was the cop that got killed and he came back as the old... Chinese guy. I like the I like the casting of that movie. I hate everything else about it. I've never seen it. It was like it was it was Men in Black for ghosts. It was. Oh, that's. I enjoyed it. It was funny with Ryan Reynolds, huh? Ryan Reynolds, Jeff Bridges, Mary Louise Parker, and somebody else. What? See, now I envision this show as more like the movie Frighteners with Michael J. Fox. Yes, that would be better. That would be much better because the 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 R.I.P.D. Whatever it was, um, and and it, it uh, Pete knows who, who James Hong is, right? He was like Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds, but when other people see him, they see James Hong. Okay, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> it's not like Ryan Reynolds is Pikachu. No, no, I'm actually was, super excited for that. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. <laughs> I personally don't. I, I really don't want to see Ryan Reynolds Pikachu. I want to see it because it's going to be awesome. Put the stapler down or I will electrocute you. <laughs> so good. We should all go see it together. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, I don't no, my no we can't. We have to all watch it while we're doing a podcast. We should do a podcast you know while okay, we're watching it in the theater anyway and we'll, ignore we'll everybody. We'll order some cheap lapels and we'll take your recorder in and we'll all plug into it sitting around the seat by you. By me? Yeah, with the recorder. Oh. Your handheld one. Oh. And we can plug the lapels in and we can sit there and watch the movie and talk about it. We could do that. That's true. But, so, I'm thinking, while we're, while we're talking about that, I'm trying to think of other ghost 
movies, and the only thing that come up was George Burns in Oh God, You Devil. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, he wasn't a ghost in that movie, was he? I think he was an angel. Does that count? What movie was it? George Burns in Oh God, You Devil. I'm trying to think of other movies. You had Cosby and Ghost Dad. Oh, that? Think of how much dirty stuff he could have done as a ghost. Ugh. I remember that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Flying through the hotel like Slimer, but just like knocking out chicks. <laughs> yeah, I'm knocking out chicks and having his way, and you know. Oh, and then Is they it too got soon? slimed. No, oh. Oh. Uh, actually, George Burns has got and Devil. That's what I thought. Yeah. I think it was like both of them. It's not really a ghost, I guess. Then I guess that doesn't count. I miss George Burns. There's a whole generation who have no idea who that is. I can't believe I, I remember that. that. Same with Bob Hope. Right? I love Bob The Road to Bob Hope, Zanzibar. Bob Hope was my favorite comedian of all time. I would have to go with... Road to Morocco was my favorite. Yeah, I agree. Actually, Road to Morocco was the best. I would have to go with uh, Lou Costello mm. as my favorite. Lou was great. Lou was the... Uh, Jerry in Lewis pr- in his prime, too. I uh, see. I just... Uh, Jerry Lewis, I just... Who's minding the store... The ladies' man. I mean, I just I couldn't the the whole hey lady thing where he runs around flailing. I can't. I mean, the only one I really liked and I liked it as a kid was Cinderella. Quality. I mean, from 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 a quality physical comedy standpoint, the pure technical from from a purely technical standpoint, his physical comedy is unparalleled. I still think Luke Castell is a better physical comedian than him. I think Luke Castell is the best physical comedian that there ever was. But I've also hold and own the box set of every Abbott and Costello movie ever made and have seen them all. So I'm biased. I will admit that I've never laughed harder ever in my life than the first time I ever heard Who's on First. Well, it's because it's amazing. That's why. That was, I mean, that, like, never in my life I laughed that hard. Because the timing is perfect. It's literally the funniest thing I've ever heard. If you've never heard it, do yourself a favor. Check it out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you, if, you, if, you, and if you can't appreciate that, the brilliance that is Who's on First, you should probably just kill yourself. And for those who have never seen it and would like to, um, the best version of that was from their movie, The Naughty 90s. Not their vaudeville days. you got to watch the version from the movie Naughty 90s. And if you really listen to it, you can actually hear the people that are filming it laughing hysterically <laughs> through the whole thing. And they had to keep it in there because they couldn't cut it out. Because why would you not keep that brilliance that you just saw? That's that's the best physical comedian. Danan, you got one? Oh, you can't play it. Let let the let them get the whole scene cuz no. the visual is the best part. Yeah, you got to you got to you got to see it and hear it. Yeah, that's that's how it starts, but you really need to watch it because it's all about timing. It's all about just Luke Castell's face and you can see his frustration and it is about Bud Abbott's just complete calmness through the whole thing. You've, you've got to watch it. And listen to it. You know what I've always had a question about? And I know this is a little off topic. <laughs> We're not really on topic. I was going to say, what, yeah, how long, when, when, did we, when, when did we get on topic? <laughs> right now, on topic. I want Perfectly talk- unplanned, who, Jonathan. Who's watched the movie It's Pat, the movie? <laughs> Um, you know what the sad part is? take it back. That was super off topic. (laughs) The sad part is I've actually seen it. I have too. I've seen it a couple times, actually. You've seen seen it more than once. Yeah. Why? 
Because I always wanted to know the answer, and I thought maybe I missed something, so I had to watch it again. Well, they're not going to tell you. They're not going to. No, it's the whole. You ruined the joke. Kid. I was a kid. I didn't understand that yet. Um, oh, I could see that, actually. We were we were older than you. So it was I 94 could... when it came out. Right. So I probably would have saw it around 96. Well, the only real answer is it's played by a woman, so if you ran up on stage and pulled her pants down, that would be your answer. That's true. I actually thought it was a man until I just saw that, by the way. And oh, yeah. Thought Julia yeah. Sweeney was a man? I didn't know it was her, dude. She I plays never... it really well. The last time I saw this was in the 90s, okay? So I haven't watched it in a while, and I never bothered to look it up on IMBD to see who played this until just a moment ago when I thought you guys were talking about it. And I was like, oh, who did play that? I wonder what it says. And I looking at it, and I wanted to bring it up because I wanted to ask. Okay, so Pat sucks. <laughs> First off, um, second off, um, can anybody name a Saturday Night Loop, Saturday Night Live movie that was actually okay besides Wayne's World? And and, and I know Ken's thinking. Man. I know Ken's thinking, ladies, man. I knew he was going to say that, mm-hmm. and that one's okay. And that's what will, you said. I will even wow. raise you. I will even raise you. Night at the Roxbury as being somewhat okay. That's terrible. But other than that, Night at the Roxbury was funny. Um, Blues Brothers. Oh, that was a spinoff. That it was. was, yeah. Okay, that I totally one. forgot. You mean yeah. the original? Not like the original that bullshit yeah. Blues Brothers 2000. Yeah. Uh, Coneheads was funny to me. No, terrible. Yeah. McGoober. Um, oh, okay. no. Um, no, no. Coneheads. Um, well, that movie, the Harold, so, was The funny. song. The song? That I'm completely drawing a blank on. Tainted Love. Okay. Best part of the movie. That's the only good part of the movie, though. Other than has anybody seen uh, Saturday Night Live lately? No, terrible. Yeah. I watch it occasionally, but only parts. It's it, it depends. Terrible. I, I watch I watch the cold opens, and you know if it's Trump related, um, or depending on who the guest is. Yeah, I've seen like I think two episodes. It's really bad. Because like if Timberlake's on, usually they get a couple of the good cast members to come back, <laughs> and there's some good stuff. Yeah, it's really it's like it's like eighties Saturday Night Live bad. Wait, it almost it almost the down the years, show. yeah. Like after yeah. after Chase and Martin leave, but before Sandler and uh, right before they show group. up, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that yeah. that crap, yeah. And Lauren, it was it was before Lauren when Lauren lost the show, and then before he regained it, they did like I think eighty through eighty six or eighty four. Yeah, it was yeah. And Lauren won't even let those movies be re- shows be released. Like, he won't even let him go out on, on DVD, which I want to see. Because right. I've seen, because you can buy the the series up until 1980, and they're brilliant. And the best part about that is the musical acts. Like, you you oh, see, like, right. Tom Petty when he's young, and you see, like, the Jay Gals band when they're just starting out in the 70s. You know, so the, the musical acts are cool. So I want to see those musical acts in the 80s, but freaking Lorne Michaels won't release them because he's too prideful. Freaking release the, release the crap, man. That's all I'm saying. I'm done. <laughs> End rant. <laughs> End rant. How do you feel now, Pete? Do you feel more relieved? I feel. I feel a little better. Yeah. Do you yeah. need? Do you have anything else you want to talk about? No, no, not right now. No, you're okay. Yeah, yeah feeling, I'm okay. Feeling calm. Feeling calm. Feeling a little, little chill. Oh, it's because the polar vortex is still outside. Yeah, because it's cold down here, man. Because it's chill, literally. <laughs> so we were talking about this. Lady marrying this ghost. And that's actually the question I asked you afterwards. So that was Pete's answer. So, David, would you marry a ghost? 
Oh, yeah, we did that a long time, didn't we? <sighs> well, we've got to finish this. I was uh, actually just about to ask I'm, how the I'm hell gonna we got ha- it. Right. I'm, I'm going to have to go with no because I don't believe in ghosts. All right. Ken, would you marry a ghost? Logistical uh, complexities are just are too much for me to handle. I, I know. Actually, I would like to change my answer. You would marry a ghost. I would marry the ghost of Myrna Loy. I'm sorry. I totally would. Are there any ghosts that have unclaimed fortunes that I could... Right? <laughs> hmm. Probably. So I said that, and nobody knows who Myrna Loy was. I know exactly no. who Myrna Loy is. Ken does. Jonathan does not. No, sorry. Neither does Dana. Uh, I'm going to say an actress in the 50s. Before that. But but you're on the right track. So who was this person? Myrna Loy. Anyways, I would marry the ghost of Myrna Loy. That's the only one though. Okay, I've heard that name. Who is she? What was she famous for? Um, she was an actress. Well, I, yeah, she's a huge actress. Definitely. An she's actress. she's famous for most, mostly for the Thin Man series. Hmm. She died in '93, dude. I know. That's why she's a ghost now. Right. No shit. Now you need a painting of her in a boat chartered to international waters. Uh, I think Faith will not like that. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm marrying Mira Loy. We're through. That would be like the immediate answer. Like, and I would understand. What isn't it but isn't this like the perfect situation? Like it's she's not it's not like your your marriage is going to affect your relationship with Faith. Right. It might. Well, if you marry a ghost, can you also marry somebody else? That's like illegal. I thought you and Faith weren't gonna get married. Right. I might happen just well not now What's that? <laughs> claim mormon and you it's can, fine. or you can just divorce apparently you can just divorce the ghost you can like at, at a drop of a hat apparently yeah because you know the, the the world's worst uh jack sparrow impersonator is doing it so seriously does this lady have to actually legally divorce this thing probably not I don't think anybody would recognize her marriage to a ghost. How do you file your tax returns? You just say you just say divorce. It's like in India. It's like in India. You just you just say divorce three times and it's done. That's (laughs) like in a mirror with candles. Do you have to do you have to wear ruby shoes to do that? (laughs) No, it's like it's like 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 Dana said. It's like calling Bloody Mary in the middle of the night. You know, Mm -hmm. looking in a mirror with a candle and say it. Three right. times. Wait, did she have to First say Beetlejuice the... three times and have him come do it? Well, that was what Ken was alluding to. I'm not sure. Yeah. Has anybody actually did that? Like, did the Bloody Mary thing in the in the in the mirror with the candle? No. <laughs> I also didn't. Right. It's like I, I like... don't believe in ghosts, but why take the chance? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly ever it. had it's a... like praying. What have you got to lose? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had a ghostly encounter? Actually, yes. I also have. Ken. Frequently at work. Oh, are we, gonna, yeah. are we going to go into this? Are, what are you guys going to tell your stories or what? Um, I choose Dana to go first. Ooh. Okay. Um, going to be a juicy one. Not really. I mean, we. So, my house growing up, uh, we had a, a pool and a shed in the backyard. And just one night, I uh, had to get something out of the shed for some reason. And I went out there, heard like children laughing, uh, ran back into the house because fuck. <laughs> That was weird. Um, you know, locked the door, ran in the house, forgot that I didn't do the thing right, had to go back into the shed. And go back. Nothing happens. Like, but the door is unlocked. Get back into the garage. 
more children laughing and then i go in the house like that was it was about it but it was just like serious auditory hallucination of actual like heard children laughing like i didn't confuse the squeaky door or the wind rustling and there are definitely no children at 10 o'clock at night in that neighborhood i knew my neighbors it was weird okay ken let's do yours oh just um you know the random things like uh picture frames getting knocked over and stuff like that at, at my work at night because i i Sometimes every now every now and then I still will work in the evenings, but um, over the summer I was working a lot at night. I would be in the office by myself and like downstairs. I, I work upstairs. Downstairs you, there would be noises and stuff like that, and um, you know we'd come in the next morning and like picture frames would be knocked over or, or like uh, not that long ago. Like there's an actual like frame like twenty four by thirty six framed picture was hanging on the wall and then the next morning he was sitting on the floor like but the glass hadn't broken like it fell down from the but the glass hadn't broken so like you think mm. something set it to there yeah like it like somebody like, like it looked as, almost exactly as though somebody had taken it off the wall and set it gently on the floor and propped it against the wall do you have a cleaning crew no okay uh we, we have a cleaning lady but she only comes in uh every other saturday and this was like a Wednesday night. Weird. No one else has keys to the building. Security, or nighttime security doesn't have, doesn't come into the building. Um, but like things like that. And I was uh, like, I was sitting in my office one night, and my boss's office all of a sudden there was like rap music blaring, like just started like his, like his computer just like went crazy and just all by itself just started blasting music, even though it was like he had put it to sleep and there was no programs open, but. Suddenly, Pandora was like jamming out, just random things like that. So, so your ghost is computer literate. Yeah, appears that way. Um, the uh, the uh, the house was once owned by a local luminary, uh, the the Bray family. A luminary, uh, uh, well 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 known uh, in 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 the Flint area, and uh, we we. we uh, <laughs> Occasionally joke that, that Mrs. Bray was uh, out walking, wandering around the house that the previous night because of strange things like that that happened. And her fetish for picture frames. Well, she likes to mess things up, yeah. Chairs get moved and and, and books get rearranged and things like that. Just Interesting. Yeah. We should do a, a ghost a ghost hunt at that at your offices. So so mine I used to live in an old farmhouse. Um and the the reason, the main reason why we left, um, why my mother left, because my parents got divorced long before this, um, left the house was because of the strange occurrences that happened in, inside of it. Like, she has, well, my parents have one story of me in a cowboy hat, where I'm three. My dad had this cowboy hat, and he puts it on the hat stand every night because he knew I wanted it, so he puts it on the top. He puts it on the hat stand, and then they walk away, and then I come back in wearing the cowboy hat. I just, I'm wearing it. And they don't know how I got it, because the, the, the nightstand wasn't knocked over or anything. I just had it. So that was, like, the first weird story. And then um, my mom sometimes would be sleeping, and then she would have this presence breathing over her, just breathing, never say anything, just standing over her and breathing every night. It's very strange. And then in my room, 
Oh, well, then there was the record player. The record player would turn on, and we actually had an old phonograph, would turn on in the middle of the night, and nobody would go down and shut it off. Because fuck it, that's why. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, because all the the rooms, the old farmhouse, it was uh, two-story, and all the bedrooms were upstairs, so we had to actually walk. And we only had one bathroom, and the bathroom was downstairs. So in the little night, if you had to go to the bathroom, you held that shit. <laughs> you held that shit until the morning because there's no way you're walking and you're going down those stairs mm-hmm. all the way to the bathroom and then back up. No fucking way. And so with that, when that record player turned on, you could hear it up the stairs. We're like, fuck that. It's going to play. And we just let it play. And it wouldn't play till morning. It would, no, it, it, would would, stop. it would stop. It yeah. would stop when the record stopped. Mm. So it would just play. And um, <clears throat> we'd have other weird things like lights would turn on for no reason. And um, VCRs would start, like, they would just play, be watching TV, and, like, the VCR would start playing for no reason, and, like, the movie that was in the VCR would start playing. It was really weird stuff like that. And then I had my room. My my sisters wouldn't even go near it. There were times when I was a kid that I slept in the hallway leading up to my room, like, on the wooden floor. Because in my room, it was, like, on both sides of my room was, like, attic space. And then the attic that was across from my bed, you could hear talking in the middle of the night. So I used to pretend, like, I used to cover myself with blankets and try to pretend that that wasn't happening. (laughs) Right. And pretend that wasn't So, like, you would hear talking, like, through the middle of the night from this room. And then the one night that I absolutely refused to go back in for, like, a week was when I, I actually got the balls to lift the blankets off me and look at it. And there was, like, a, a, a face staring out of this because the door was broken. Like, there was a door to this room, and then, like, there was a, a board that was broken and hanging, and then you could see, like, something staring out. Done. I was done. Done at that point. Nope, oh, wow. not again. And then we, we eventually left that house. So, yeah, no, th- that was weird stuff that we still yeah. can't figure out. Did you out. understand any of the words, or did it just sound like it was just It was just garbled blah, blah. See, because I used to have that, like, every morning – in my house, it was just like a one of those quad level, I think they called them. Um, so tri- there's like tri levels, tri level, something like that. And I was in the in the downstairs, not in the basement, but the downstairs, which was like half underground. And every morning, I'd wake up and think, "Oh, the TV's on for sure today. I can definitely hear." This sounds like people. I can't quite. Maybe I caught a word there. It's but but definitely today the TV's on and go out because. My room was right next to the... That was the only thing on the floor. It was the living room, like the family room where the TV was, my bedroom. Never on. It was almost yeah, never it was like on. That. And I just lay there thinking, today for sure. That has to be the TV being on. It was like that. Damn that the TV's not on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was always in the morning. like and, and I did see something weird at the top of the stairs, though. One night I was up late watching TV when I shouldn't have been and thought I heard something upstairs. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. You know? And I do that like sneaky crawl up the stairs and get to the the middle floor where the kitchen is and it's like okay kind of heard don't, don't see anything going on go up the second little flight of stairs and at the top of it i swear to christ there was like the leprechaun bearded troll sized something there and i just ran downstairs under the blanket in front of the tv like that was hiding apparently uh and just s- sat there shaking for like an hour until yeah, I game over yeah Game over. That so those are stories. When I was a kid, um, my friend's house, we were convinced, was possessed by the devil. There was a gateway to hell in the basement. 
because they had like a basement basement and like a Michigan basement portion. So like that was like where you didn't go and it yeah, was super creepy. <laughs> um, and there was like an old staircase that like it was part of the original house that like didn't go anywhere. <laughs> and uh, we used to play with the Ouija board and like the Ouija board like we like <laughs> hit it downstairs because it was super creepy. And then like I said it appeared back upstairs and there was a upstairs uh there was a door that was nailed shut from the inside and like got to the point where uh she wouldn't sleep there in that room anymore yeah and started I sleeping mean, on the couch and stuff uh but i'm pretty sure that it was just you know their dad fucking with us probably <laughs> right but probably we used to have a, a michigan uh basement at this farmhouse and that's where we kept um like the popsicles <laughs> the flavor ice in the in the in the thing in the cellar and we had like an ice box in the cellar and that's where we kept the flavor ice popsicles and whenever we wanted them my friends would get up to the top of the stairs and then we we'd like draw straws to see who had to run down there and grab as many as they could because <laughs> we did this because it, 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 those who don't know michigan basement is basically just like stone stone and dirt and, dirt dirt and yeah darkness and it, there's very little electrical down there and there no. might be one of those creepy bulbs that hang and you turn on the light anyways so we we always and in when when you had the the short straw and you ran down there you had to map it out in your head how you're going to get to the freezer the quickest thing possible so fly it open grab as many as you could shut it turn and run because you flap that shit open you're in trouble so but you had to do it with blinders on. Like, you didn't want to look to the right and you didn't want to look to the left because you didn't want to look under the stairs because God help you if you saw something. You didn't want to look to the right because of the rest of the room because God help you if you saw something. So you had to kind of plan it out and then go. And then just go. And don't trip going up the stairs because you're going to think something's grabbed your foot or something. Oh, yeah. That good, good feeling of going up the stairs in darkness where you're just sure something's going to cut your Achilles tendon and drag you screaming into the basement. You watch too many horror movies, man. We all do. Not me. No, you didn't have any uh, paranormal experiences? No, I mean, other than the normal, like, something's moved or something like that or something falls over randomly and stuff like that, nothing that I can really distinctly, distinctively remember, but I was always paranoid of my basement as a child. That's pretty standard. Yeah. It was enough where I actually would lock, I would shut the door, lock the door, and we had another extra lock on the door that I would always lock. Now, even if you just push the door hard enough, it would just pop out. But it always made you feel better, you know? Yeah, it did. So I actually had a friend who actually conducted an exorcism. His parents conducted an exorcism for the house that they used to live in. Wow, so they got serious about that. They got serious about it. Like, like the, the I guess I wasn't there. The story goes that the priest came over and, like, anointed the house with holy water and had that thing with the smoke mm-hmm. billowing through the house. He actually did a whole exorcism in the house. On the house. Well, that seems, yeah, they do that all the time. The question is, did anything happen because of it or not happen because of it? I guess so. I guess um, the reason why they brought it in because weird things were happening. And then they stopped because they still live in that house. And, and I stayed over that house like many, many, many a night and never had an issue. Right. So there you go. Exorcisms. Mm. They're real. They're real. No, probably not. They could be. But they could be. But they might not be. So I think that's all we got for this topic. This wasn't even really a topic. Nope, that was just us rambling for, what, half an hour? Uh, Roughly. 
So yeah. when we come back, we have a special treat for you. The return of Tricky Dick. All right, everybody, I'm back. I know you miss Daddy Dick, but he's back here for you. Actually, I'm going stir-crazy stuck up in this house. They keep me in this house. Usually they let me out outside the grays in the backyard. But it's been so cold, even if I had to go potty, they made me go like four feet from the door. It was bullshit. Anyways, I'm here today because I want to talk about that rat-faced fucker Roger Stone. That man is and always was a nuisance. I never even talked to that bastard. Now I hear that he has a tattoo of me on his back. What a stupid goddamn idea. Why would you want this mug? I know why you want this mug on his back because I'm gorgeous. Anyways, kids these days getting tattoos and everything, their face and their nipples and their genitalia, whatever. Actually, I do have a tattoo. I have a picture of McGovern's lips on my ass. Kiss it, George! Anyways. Roger Stone worked as a junior scheduler on my campaign. I can tell you that is, that man is nothing but a psychopath. He's crazy. I would take candy from a baby, and I have. But Stone, that guy would eat that baby in front of the parents and then tell the parents that it wasn't him. And he would believe it. The man probably tortured animals as a child. Even I had some decency. He's dangerous. There's too many psychopaths in politics these days. Gingrich, McConnell, Stone, and more. So I'm just I'm just here tonight to warn you. Be careful of these people. They will ruin the whole shebang if you let them. Take it from me, Tricky Dick. And this is frickin' Tricky Dick talking. I was one of the dirtiest motherfuckers you ever met. Anyways, take it from me, Tricky Dick. This has been your dick moment. Good night. This is your brain. And this is heroin. This is what happens to your brain after snorting heroin. And this is what your body goes through. Wait, it's not over yet. This is what your family goes through. Your friends and your Any questions? All right, let's review last night's assignment. The proper usage of the word to Mr. Mullen. Two dogs ain't my homework. See me at the class. Mr. Hill, the proper usage of the word to. Too many students don't listen to the teacher. Anybody else have an answer? Keisha. If you're too legit to quit, stay in school. Pop. Seems some misguided individuals out there are abusing our public lands. They're vandalizing our public parks and playgrounds, and they're overrunning our wild areas. Real nice guys. Some clowns are even stealing artifacts from historic sites. Now, when I hear about things like that, it really bothers me. I find it unacceptable, and I know you do, too. Joey, I got some stuff you just gotta try. What is it? Pot. You know, marijuana. Oh, well, I don't know. What, chicken? Joey's in a jam. What should he do? Uh, Kate. Get a teacher. Excellent. Get a pizza. Get real. Get out of there. You got it. Let's see if Joey's that smart. I'm not chicken. You're a turkey. He's right. Drug dealers are dorks. Don't even talk to them. Cowabunga! I know a place that's peaceful and quiet. A place where animals play. It's called a forest. But every year we start forest fires. 
careless match, a cigarette, and poof, fire. So the next time you're in the forest, be extra careful, okay? <laughs> if you knew it was me, would you have listened? This is crack, rock cocaine. It isn't glamorous or cool or kid stuff. It's the most addictive kind of cocaine, and it can kill you. What's really bad is nobody knows how much it takes. So every time you use it, you risk dying. It isn't worth it. Look, everybody wants to be cool. But doing it with crack isn't just wrong. It could be dead wrong. So who remembers PSAs? Ooh, ooh, is it me? <laughs> I remember I bet it's that me. one with the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Do you remember that one? I Y'all, yeah. did, yeah. What yeah. a dork. <laughs> I also remember the Ninja Turtle ones. I'm not a chicken. You're, You're a, a turkey. turkey. <laughs> oh, my God. Best line ever. Uh, it's golden stuff there, man. Golden it stuff. Is. Yeah, I don't remember what, what Eastwood was talking about with taking over our wild spaces. Uh, people were something. destroying parks and stealing like the heads off of stuff. Remember? The Simpsons made fun of it when Bart stole the head off the statue. Uh, oh, wait. Yeah. They're still doing that. There is a that. point to that? Yeah. Even more so now, I think. Well, the government hmm. shut down. People were complete dicks. They're back to work. Yay. When the government was shut down. Well, it's only working for three weeks. But there was that super cool um, story about the guy at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial, the homeless guy who was sweeping up to kind of keep everything somewhat right. tidy, um, which I think was super awesome. Um, no, you guys remember like the like the uh, the GI Joe, the more you know ones. Those yeah, well, those were always in the show. These ones actually were actual commercials that would play in well, between the, the shows. The more you know, were actually NBC's PSAs. They used to air as commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the more you know, with like the yeah, knowing is half the battle was oh, the GI Joe okay. one they did, but those were those were also public service announcements. Yeah. Okay, I I remember the ones you're talking about now because they had like a shooting star. Yeah, yeah. the shooting star. Yeah. The more you know, the more you know. Um, so do they do those anymore? I don't think so. No, I don't think they do in the sense of how they were when we were growing up. How do you think they do them now? Because I I haven't seen one, and. And would anybody watch them now, or would they just skip over them? I don't really watch TV anymore, so right. I don't know. Do they just assume the 24-hour news cycle takes care of everybody's like awareness needs? Next question. <laughs> Should they do PSAs? The trouble is they broke truth, so would anyone believe it? So, like, if they did a PSA for getting, I don't know, a vaccine, would they call fake news and say that your news company... NBC now, whoever runs it, is terrible people. Uh, they did selfies. No selfies was a PSA last year. No selfies? Yep. Uh, disaster relief. No selfies? Yep. What? Gun safety no and selfies the family fire. Or was it the no ballot selfies? I don't know, but... Uh, so, yes, they're, so yes, they're still doing... young people are just about selfies. Think again. And then some oh. girl talking. I guess I don't understand why would you bother doing PSAs on selfies. Now, right. selfies while driving. Right. Or being on the phone while driving. I mean, they do PSAs on the radio for that. So, mm. I'm at the ad council, and this is the current campaigns. 
Disaster Relief, Empowering Girls in STEM, Gun Safety, Ending Family Fire, The Truth About Opioids, Breast Cancer Risk Education, LGBT Acceptance, Comforting Sexual Harassment, uh, Confronting, sorry. <laughs> Comforting Sexual Harassers. <laughs> That's what... Oh, you touched her inappropriate. Come here for us. Druggle snuggle. <laughs> oh, that was bad. See, that worked perfectly. I dropped it twice today. I know. Uh, suicide prevention, lung cancer screening, saving for retirement, reducing food waste. Now, I've seen the saving for retirement one uh, commercials on TV, yes. That's yep. fake news. Nobody's going to get to retire. Right. Yeah, not us. Uh, underage drinking and driving prevention. That's been ongoing forever. Teen bullying prevention. I haven't seen one. Diversity and inclusion. Uh, learning and attention issues. Pathways to employment. High, brush, high blood pressure control. Job training and employment. And then there's three more pages. Yeah, that's too many. But, um... No, I haven't really seen much of it. And so, yes, they're still doing... And is that... Are those TV PSAs? Or is that a combination of TV, internet, billboard, radio, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? It's gotta be. I would imagine it has to be, right? Yeah. Uh, high so blood pressure, this one I called think that one's Father- getting primetime views. This one's called Fatherhood Involvement. They had two TV commercials, two outdoor ads, and a print ad and a radio commercial. Like, How many of okay. them are black? None. Ooh. Oh, the one, this one's from Dad Jokes. <laughs> Should we listen? Are there dad jokes on it? Because seriously, those are funny. <laughs> no. Only for Dad. Can I tell you a cat joke? Just kidding. <laughs> nah, just kidding. Why did the girl ask the mushroom to dance? Because he was a fun guy. <laughs> what do you call a pig that knows karate? Pork chop. Why was the basketball court all wet? Why? Because the players kept dribbling all over it. <laughs> Can I tell you another one? That kid um, is great. So, how does a tissue dance? Put a little boogie on it. What's Beethoven's oh. favorite fruit? Banana. Oh, that's terrible. That's, that's what sounds <laughs> bad. What is a boxer's favorite drink? Fruit punch. <laughs> <laughs> Why do kids love dad jokes? Well, it's mostly just bad Because they come from dad. Right. Is that what it Take says? time to be a dad today. Oh, oh, it's so cute. Okay. Oh, it's so cute. My kids just tell me I'm corny. Well, you are corny. <laughs> I think at some point when you become a dad, you have to To which you reply, corny. no, I'm dad. Yeah, right. I'm dad. <laughs> right. Well, that's that. Those are the the real dad jokes. It's, dad, I'm hungry. Hi, Hi hungry. hungry. I'm dad. <laughs> oh, then there's the texting and driving prevention ones. Yep, I actually hear those on the radio. Those were three TV ads, two radio ads, and one outdoor. And that's just like the last text someone sent before they died. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's what it is. Oh, so, I actually do remember this one. Is it a new one? I think I remember this one. Anyways. As you were saying. No one was saying anything. So well, Ken, Ken was going to say something. So, yes, they still do PSAs. I think we've established that. Correct. Yes. But do we recognize them as PSAs anymore, I think? I do, because we know what they used to sound like. Yeah, we, we, know what, we know what PSAs are. But the question we even asked was whether or not they still happen. Hmm. Yeah, they still happen, just... Uh, I, I think 
that they get lost in the shuffle because like ken said ken doesn't watch tv anymore not a lot of people do um right. if they're on youtube you're just gonna not pay attention to it so you can watch the video of somebody opening up a package of a toy or whatever you're doing now with, with youtube and uh or or you wait for the timer to go off five four three two one hovering desperately over that mouse no. button bad. Yeah. wait for it to skip it longest I, seconds I, of your life. I only do that when it's donald trump talking about how the democrats are fighting everything and then, uh, so you actually watched the full ad? No. Oh. I'm hovering over the thing, waiting for five seconds to expire. Oh, okay, okay. So you're skipping it there. Everybody um, records everything now, so you're just going to skip it there. So um, should we bother, I guess is the question. I mean, I listen to the radio in the car still. I do, too. I Same. listen to the radio in the car, um, and every now and then a PSA will pop up on Pandora in, 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 as one of the ads. That's true. That does happen. Uh, so I must block those out. I listen to that. Yeah. So I mean, I think should should we continue PSAs is the question. I think we should. I think we have should. Have they ever stopped you from doing it? I don't believe it's like optional. I think we pretty much. I think British have to. The airways are owned by the public, and they were given to. They were given out in exchange for public interest programming and. Um public service programming of which public service announcements are included yeah so you kind of have to do it um i think I, I i think that they're not as creative as they used to be it seems like like the like with the ones that we list to i mean the, they sound corny now but the people that they were speaking to at that time that was some cool shit man yeah if you're a kid in the teenage mutant ninja turtles were like don't they smoke told, dope, you know. Yeah. And be like, okay, right. I didn't. I smoke mean, is it if if Donatello came, if Donatello or Michelangelo came and told me to murder my family, I probably would have done it because the <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, cool, man, right? Cowabunga! <laughs> <laughs> so you yell before so you axe murder. That's what you're getting out of. You know, that's that, that's what that's what happens, though. You know, it's like back in you know at that at that point. Middle-aged guys, Clint Eastwood comes on TV. You're going to listen to Clint Eastwood. I mean, not anymore. I I would still listen to Clint Eastwood because I think he's awesome. But, um, I mean, it seems like there was there was more creativity involved in the production of them. Now, um, I understand, like you know, with the texting and driving one, a little bit more, you know, trying to trying to hit people on an emotional level, which is cool, um, and obviously effective scientifically from a scientific standpoint. But um, I don't know. I just I, I I don't feel as though they're putting as much effort in as they used to. No. Well, like do with they? Everything else, we're half-assing it. Yeah, we're half-assing it. Well, there's probably no funding, but um, PSAs work in the same way that propaganda does, by that constant repetition of because um, remember we remember those commercials, right? Mm-hmm. So is uh, how many times did that commercial come on? Like all oh, this stupid one again. You know, and we didn't pay attention. We played tiddlywinks or whatever, but we knew it, right? And we knew exactly what that commercial said. So PSAs are essentially kind of maybe like a positive propaganda. Does that make sense? It's public shaming. Kind of. It's, it's letting you know that only bad people do that. And you're a bad person if you do that. Right. But again, it's positive propaganda. And we know that propaganda sadly works. So would PSAs also work? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. 
like in, in the same way that propaganda works like just constant hammering with with an issue until it, it drills into your head and then suddenly your brain's like oh yeah dope's bad man Because they did that with the Schoolhouse Rock series. And I still am not sure how a bill gets made. But you know that it sits on Capitol Hill. I do know that a bunch of people don't do it. Well, I feel like the number of days worked by those people is not nearly enough. Well, obviously. Do do, Do you know that because you remember how things are actually supposed to go? Like back when it was because, still good. because you're aware now of the, the, the fact that things are working that aren't working the way they're supposed to. Maybe, maybe I did learn more than I thought. The See, that's the... yeah, that it worked. See, hmm. constant repetition. Because nowhere in that PSA song, exception. yeah, we're we're the corporate <laughs> lobbyists who are going to like purchase votes and run filibusters and all the other crap that's going on. By the way, side note: that only gets worse if we institute congressional term limits. You think so? Oh, I guarantee it. Well, yeah, I was really skeptical of that. I was trying to think of, like, some of those people really need to be there for less time, but I understand that they were there for a long time in the first place to have, like, a long-term view of the whole thing. But right, but... Then the Republicans suggested it, and I thought, this is a look. Tra- look at what happened in, in our own state of Michigan when we instituted term limits. Lobbyists are the only people in Lansing... Who know what the frick's going on? Because you're the only ones who were there for longer than six years. All right. You really want to have that going on in Washington? I mean, they run they run the town as it is. Now right. it's just going to be more explicit. True. See, okay, so it's not the term limits. It's the the job that they're doing. Like, there needs to be accountability for these people. Well, you and see, like, yeah, that's the thing. And, and gerrymandering plays into that. I, we're completely off topic of PSAs now. Gerrymandering. We'll play, swing back to it. Gerrymandering should plays we have in, We should PSA be doing PSAs about ger- this. Should we Seriously, have PSAs like, this about This is how your government should work. We don't, yeah, since we don't teach t- civics in school anymore, we should be doing PSAs about, how, about, about civics. Yeah, I'm good, I'm good with that. Gerrymandering plays into it in the way that, you know, some districts are, but the problem is that the people who are getting into these leadership, they, they get into leadership because they're, 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 they've been there forever. And they've been there forever because they're in districts that are safe. They're staunch Republican or staunch Democrat. They're never going to get voted out of the office, uh, out of office until they want to leave. Hmm. And, you know, look at, if you go back, if, if you turn the clock back 20 25 years michigan had what 14 congressional districts 11 of whom had been there for like 30 years or more right the john dingle the dean of the house it was was dean of the house of representatives he'd been in congress for like i don't know since the Whigs were in power (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty sure dale kildee was one of the original democrats it might have been. I mean, you know, he was. Yeah, Andrew Jackson asked him to run. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this was you know back back in the old days when there was power and clout and stuff like that. These were the people that got things done. But Washington's broken now, and it doesn't it doesn't really work that way. So it only gets worse if you know you start introducing things like that. But. You're right. None of that stuff showed up. Of course, when we have to when Schoolhouse Rocks produced that, lobbyists didn't have that kind of power. No, it was right. the '70s. The government still functioned. So they're just trying to put more cups on the table 
I in, say, in the cup game. I say, of like, where's the money going? And then every six years, you keep shuffling it up. Right. I say uh-huh. we. I say we bring back Schoolhouse Rocks and like update update that 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 would be the first one right there. Let's update that song. Yeah, that'd be great, and then we could actually show that in schools. It, it doesn't. They don't have to call it civics. They can say we're gonna watch a movie today. Yeah. Right. We're gonna watch a fictional movie about a government that doesn't exist. <clears throat> I remember the movies in school. Do you guys remember Encyclopedia? You ever watch that one? Nope. Encyclopedia. No. Maybe. They would pick like a letter like. Today, Encyclopedia is A, and they talk about, like, anarchy. and No, they wouldn't talk about anarchy. But <laughs> things that start with A or, like, Aardvarks. B. Or, no, not Aardvarks, but, like, yeah. major things. Like, L would be Lincoln. And they talk right. about Lincoln and do little skits about Lincoln. Why does there always have to be little skits about stuff? Well, because apparently... I mean, really, that was most of the PSAs, too, I think. <laughs> They're all little skits about stuff. I think when it's a skit makes a different impression in your mind yeah, so it's easier to cause remember because when, when you're in third grade you have a 15 minute attention span but a that little too. skit to me always feels like a jean skirt you know like it just it's just wrong a <laughs> jean skirt that's not like wrong that. that's really right jean skirts no yes no what you guys are all muted i didn't say jean mini skirt you nut like ankle length oh ankle length oh yeah <laughs> like like no. a denim vest i was wondering what was wrong with you it doesn't matter what it is if it's cut off at the ass i'm talking about jean skirts <laughs> here's the quote like a, of the day like a jean the, quote, dress. the quote of the day it doesn't matter if it's cut off at the ass <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is if it's right. cut off at the ass pete what do you give them if it's cut off at the ass what, what, what? what do you give them if it's cut off at the ass? Struggle, snuggle. Struggle, <laughs> snuggles. I was going to say smack and a squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> but but you can't do that. Oh, we're going straight to H. Squack? Or up to H. Right. Well, you know, it froze Smeeze. over. I know it did. Because of our Squack? lovely polar vortex. Sneeze. So smack and a squeeze or a, squ- or a, a, a squeeze and a smack? It's a squack. It's a squack. It's actually squack. a squack and squack. a snack. It's not squacking a snack. Right. Yeah, so it what? is. So you shove a smack up her skirt. Squacking. Squack's a word that we literally just invented right here just now. We did. A smack and a squeeze is a squack. Yeah, it's a portmanteau. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> squack. So what's... <laughs> oh, my God. I want to see that word out there. Squack? Like, yeah, because it's on record that we officially invented that word. Yeah, squack. And it's terrible. Like so how, I want to see how are we, how are we spelling it? Um, S Q U A C K. Yep. Squack. Squack. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tag this podcast with with pound squack. All right. A squeeze. You a mean smack. hashtag? Yeah. Sorry. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag squack. A smack and a squeeze. Hashtag struggle snuggle. <laughs> hashtag so, see this struggle is, snuggle. So this is what I want to see the next the next uh, uh, high powered white man that is an asshole to a woman. I want to say see it in the report that he's squacked her. Because he gave her a struggle. He gave her a squack. Is this our canary to see who's listening to the podcast? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And squack releases into the public. We'll yeah, know. like who released the yeah, word squack? Squack shows up in the lexicon. Then we know. Yeah. It turns out it's a Trump aide. Is a oh. Maybe he's maybe he's learning. Maybe, maybe that's where Kofifi came from. Kofifi. <laughs> maybe maybe we're his PSA. You ever right. think of that? We're helping. We're helping. We're I'm the world. We're we're actually performing a PSA right now. Technically, we are on squack. On squack, 
anti-squack campaign. Squack is whack. Oh. <laughs> squack is whack. If it, squack if it, is whack. If it's a, if it's a Trump aid, we got to keep this up because if because if Trump uh, you know takes us down on Twitter, then you know we're gonna be famous. Oh, oh, that's true. We better get on Twitter so he can take <laughs> us down. What if what if what if Trump uses the word squack on Twitter? Does that make one of our, him one of our listeners? And then what do we do with that information? We st- we, we sue him because he stole our word. <laughs> yeah. Why he won't pay anyways? Yeah. No, but but we can use that. Information. No, but we can file a lawsuit and, and subpoena his uh, tax returns. Oh, then release him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, or or he'll or. just he'll just he'll just settle and direct Rudy Giuliani to pay us one hundred thirty thousand dollars and then deny it happened. And we could take this big time. But uh, or we could just use it to try to like convince him to step down. I, I I doubt that'll happen. So, okay, okay. So what's just a thought? Would stepping down then be called a squackered? No, he, he got squacked. He got you got squacked. squeezed and smacked. <laughs> See, that's how we have to use it. You got you just got squacked, son. I just squacked you. You can't say that though. <laughs> <laughs> But you can. I get as long as you only say it. Wait, wait, I missed it. Do you squeeze first and then smack, or smack first and then you, squeeze? You've got to smack, depends. squeeze. You have or is to, it you have, you have like to, same you have time? To, you have to squeeze, then smack. No, no, you smack and then squeeze. That's a smeeze. That, that, that's, that, that's a smeeze. Is that a smeeze? That's so smack, a, squeeze. It's a smeeze. Squack is squeeze, smack. So you squeeze it, and then you smack it. Yeah. And whatever it is. Whatever it happens to be, it could be an apple, could be a baby. Right. Yeah. But Squeeze your significant other. It could yeah. be. You got to come in with the smack, though, right? Well, I you, feel you like smack, <laughs> and then you yeah, and then you squeeze. Yeah, yeah. Then it has to be a smack. But once then. you've smacked and squeezed, I feel like another smack on the way out. Yeah, like, followed by good there. game. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and that's what makes it not assault. Right. Yeah. Good game. Do you do what you a, go for the fist bump after? I mean, oh, we gotta go to the mall right now and try this. <laughs> oh, the, the mall's closed. There was the a water main break. Yeah, water main break. Son of a bitch. Yeah. I know, bummer, we're, right? Where are we gonna find girls? <laughs> smack, squeeze. Oh, we can't smack, do this. And then call. Oh, time. I'm not. I'm not going to the mall to do. I'm not going anywhere to do this. No, no, you can't do this. You can say it. You can't do it because then you're just a douche, and you deserve everything you get. <laughs> and a predator. <laughs> and a predator, and deserve it to be on that you know list of people that can't go near schools. Like Jayma. <laughs> I am not on the list like that. Not yet. Nor will I ever be. True. True. That's right. He's too stealthy to get caught. Exactly. So what were we talking about? PSAs. PSAs. Oh yeah. The the yeah, the the squack is whack PSA. Squack is whack, man. I feel like that has to exist. We come up with like the best things that have to exist and we never bring them into existence. Like band names? Like band names, like Sasquatch Nurse. Sasquatch Nurse! So would the band name be Squack Attack? That's what I was just thinking, too. (laughs) Yes, it would. (laughs) I literally was thinking the exact same thing. (laughs) Pete and the Squacks. Oh. (laughs) That one just sounds like wet galoshes. Like, it's just... It does, kind of like like you're walking around in your Squacks. Like, you got my Squacks on, and you're like... Yeah, whatever. That sounds too moist. Yeah. Exactly. It sounds very wet. It's very moist. <laughs> so shall we move on? Yes, yes please. please. <laughs> All right. Jesus. So in today's rendition of questions are 20 tough questions on life. 
Oh, man, these better be tough. Part one will be one through ten. Right. Fine. <laughs> Number one. Is there anything that you should have let go for a long time ago? Sorry. <laughs> what? I screwed that up. <laughs> Is there anything that you should have let go of a long time ago but are still holding on to? That I should have let go of a long time ago that are still holding on to? Yeah, maybe like a grudge. I am not one to hold grudges. Um, maybe a memento. That's what I'm trying to think of. Well, I have a uh, a tub that, like, once upon a time held like red vine licorice that is now filled with keychains and matchbooks from when I felt like I needed to collect those in high school. Okay. And you should have let it go by now. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> This is something that's moved with you from location to location. Several times. <laughs> You've kept that, it. I can't explain why to, I To be it. fair, that's how. this is how Dana has pieced together his understanding of American history, though. So. Oh, okay. They're just little quibbits written in them. Yeah, I think, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I've been looking at getting rid of my comic book collection that I've started as, like, I was 10 years old. But why do you want to get rid of it? I don't know. There's just so many of them. Yeah, but it's cool. Uh, I guess. I guess it's cool. But, uh, you know, I've been thinking about... I, I mean, I'm in, I'm, I need to start the process of actually pricing it out, but I've been thinking about getting rid of that. Well, but you could think of that as you've been thinking about gaining a bunch of money. You could think of it that way. See, I'm not actually just where, pitching Whereas it. my tub of matchbooks and keychains uh, gains me nothing. <laughs> That's true. Although I feel like I'm gonna set it on fire, just because there's so many matchbooks in it. Why? What else? Why not? What else could it do? I want to drop one match in there until It'll the whole up. thing goes, <laughs> and then I can throw it away, feeling like it has no more use. It's completed its purpose. We'll go with that. I'm not sure there is a purpose, although I did find a couple of keychains to put on my daughter's backpack, which she likes. That's cool. So I just actually did think of something. I still have my like graduation hat and robes. I have my hat. I do not have my robe. I had my robe at one point. I have my robe and my graduation hat that everybody signed. Right. Now, I think see, your name's on there somewhere. It should be. See, I, I think keeping your hat with the signatures is something to do. But the robe? Do the, I need the robe? No, the robe is something you could let go. Okay. Ken, what do you got? Um, every job that I've ever had since I was 16 that required me to wear a name tag, I have all of those name tags. Me too. I also Every do. single one. I do too. I have all my Kmart, Myers, Office Max. I have all my Office Max ones. There's like 32 of them. I have, I have one name tag from each place I've worked that required it. And then like any lanyards or anything else that I, you know, all of that work accoutrement stuff. Um, I have... I have key cards from when I worked at Hurley. I have City Hall. Uh, I have my override keys from when I worked uh, in a grocery store years and years and years ago. Um, I have tons of stuff. Yeah, like this the the weirdest abomination abominable collection of uh, work memorabilia that. Like, I'm never going to need this stuff again. I also have my original earpiece from Office Max. <laughs> wow, do you really? Yeah. 
See, I have a lot of stuff like that in what I call my girly box of sentiment. <laughs> Your girly <laughs> box of sentiment? Yeah, I call it that because it's, you it's literally okay. a wooden box that okay. you open up that has all this old memento stuff. In oh, it. I, okay. have, I have that, like all the uh, like all the plays and stuff and all the theater work I all did the, when I was young. Yep. Like, I have all of the, the playbills and the scripts and all of that stuff. And, yeah, it's I, I have that stuff. Yeah, girly box of sentiment, yeah. yeah. You should bring it in next week and we can go through it. It's not that big. That's fine. It won't take long then. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a squack. All right. What's up? What's next? If this was the last day of your life, would you still do the same things that you did today? Well, I wouldn't go to work. That's for damn sure. Mm-mm. I probably wouldn't be talking here with you schlubs either. <laughs> <laughs> Right, be out. I actually think I would still come talk with you guys if I knew it was my last day, just so I would have my last day as being part of the podcast, and you know, just 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 let it all out. You know, I would actually then resolve question one. Ah, uh, okay. I don't know. I'd be busy driving a stolen car and seeing where that got me. <laughs> all right, OJ. <laughs> I don't think that was stolen. He didn't steal that Bronco. That was his? It was his friend's, I think. No, it was his. Oh, it was his. It was his. It was his. That's why it was a low-speed chase. Yeah. Because it was a Bronco. <laughs> it was actually Florida at the time. That's <laughs> <laughs> as fast as it went. All right, Ken. What's he, was your trying, he, was, he was trying to save gas because those things do not feel like feel economic. No. Um, I would probably not do the same things I did today. I don't think I would do anything extraordinary, though. I'd want to spend the day with the girls. Right on. Yeah, I'd be spending the day with with uh, loved ones. Yes, yeah. I agree. I would still come here with you guys because I love you all. Aww. he's talking to the listeners, not us. That goes right into my girly box of sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring you something to put in the box next week. <laughs> A little note. Uh, number three, what worries you the most about the future? The fact that it won't hold humans or be habitable for my small children. You think it's going to happen that fast? It's going to go downhill real quick. You think so? I don't know how it couldn't. With so many people relying on so many big systems so able to fall. And with so many people apparently working really hard against them. I don't know. It just it seems bleak, I guess, would be a word for it. Pete? I guess um, probably not meeting the goals that I have set for the next five or so years and kind of just being stuck in the same place that I am now. Not that this is bad, but uh, there's a potential for, for much more. Right on. Ken? I was the same as Pete, I think. I'm kind of in that same same spot. Midlife rut that you just have to keep going I'm not, to work. I'm not in a rut. I, I, I wouldn't characterize it as such. I, I, I like my life. I, I like my work. I, uh, I have good friends. I have a great family. I, I, I like everything about my life. I just... Um, Rockin' podcast. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we, we got this. Um, I would just like... There's a lot of things rattling around in my head that need to get out. And I need, I'm, they're not going to go away. I just need to make them, you right. know get out there correct 
That's why I keep telling Pete. Gotta make the time. Gotta make the time to get the stuff done. I know. Yeah, make the, you make time for the things that are important. I'm Find working, the time. I'm, I'm working on and part you two. You get it done. Part two will be done soon. Um, I think the thing that worries me the most about the future is just, in general, where am I gonna be? Like, am I gonna be here? Am I gonna be somewhere else? Am I gonna have a job? Just standard stuff, I guess. Are you going to get squacked? Probably not. If I don't want to get home. Mm. Number four. If you're... <laughs> what the? I, I was going to let that go, but Dana started laughing, so... <laughs> Jesus. Thanks, Dana. No, that, I can't read this question. That, that face, though. <laughs> What face did you make? You don't want to see it. <laughs> let me see it. It's far too sexy for anything you could ever think of. Yeah. Let me let me describe this to the listeners. Huh? Go, for, go for it. Huh? It's like a reverse O face. <laughs> go do it. Like if an O imploded. Yeah. That's exactly. So picture that in your head. That's the face I just made. Let's see it. It was kind of like this. <laughs> See now, I wish, I wish that the viewers, the we viewers, could, the listeners could have could have seen that. We could take a picture and put it on the Facebook page. We really shouldn't. <laughs> I think we should. What's the next question? If your inner voice was an actual person and talked to you the way it usually does, would you enjoy the conversation and keep in touch with them? That's a weird question, but I feel like my inner voice would like be Don Knotts or something. So. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't do it. You couldn't do it? I could do it. Don't go outside. It's cold out there. You're going to freeze. <laughs> that's, that's what I hear in my head every day. Just so you guys all know that. Right. That's, that's, that's what goes on in my head. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Now I understand so much more about you. There you go. My, the, the voice in my head is Dame Helen Mirren. <laughs> it's a female. It's a very enjoyable. It's a very enjoyable. Uh, conversation. There you go. Also mildly ironic. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say, it's got to be, right? Yeah, I don't know if I would get along with the voice in my head if it was another person. Is it like an angry footballer? A little bit. Yeah. But but not like screaming, like the, not the coach screaming at somebody. It's like the ref who's being screamed at. Oh. He's just like really, really pissed off, but can't really do anything about it. So, so he's like he's he, he's oppressed. Yeah. So the voice in your head is like a hooligan yelling at you, like a soccer hooligan, like giving you the business. Yeah. Wait. Or is it? I don't know. Whatever. Mostly whatever. <laughs> Mostly whatever. He's a largely apathetic and also a soccer hooligan. Like if that soccer hooligan was just as violent and angry, but really apathetic about it. Okay, I can see that. I can see that happening. So, like... Like Reese Iphens in The Replacements. Yeah, whoever that is. Oh, that's the kicker. Yeah, he played Nigel. Gruff. Okay, okay. I, yeah, okay, I can do that. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that in your head. I'll have to go watch that. Yeah, you need to. He's a smoker. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, my inner voices are a mix of uh, the two guys from Grumpy Old Men. So wait a minute, you have two. I do. You have 
two inner voices. You've got Jack Lemon and Walter Matthau in your head. Right. Yes. And Solid. you're and you're not funnier. And <laughs> you're not funnier. What do you mean I'm not funny? <laughs> I think you know what he means. No. Wow, <laughs> oh, that's such a jerk move. I got Don Knotts in my head, man. <laughs> Yeah, he's got Don Knotts, and then look at that stuff, the, the shit, the gold, the gold that comes out of his mouth. I expect better from you. I just don't say it out loud. Trust me, there's a lot of stuff I don't say. I'm so disappointed in you right now. That's fine. All like, right. at best, I've got Jonathan Hillerman in my head, and I don't sound anything like Higgins, but... God. You just, you just said you had the, the Dave in your mirror. <clears throat> Anyways, what's the next question? Number five. Do you think there's a difference between living and existing? Yes. Yes. Danon? Sure, yeah. All right, so what's define living? Ken, you want this one? What I'm doing right now. Okay. Breathing. All right. Having, having breath of life in your body. All right. So then what's existing to you, Ken? Consciousness. Interacting with people. Relationships. Mm, I would have gone the other way. See, I want to go reverse. I want to reverse those. Yeah. Yeah. I say existing is just the breathing and being here. And the living is about, you know, making something out of it. Right. Oh, no, because I... No, well, I agree with that to a certain extent. However... Um, I think you can exist without being alive. Yeah, you can. It's no, like, no, sitting like, in a box. Like your consciousness can exist outside of your body, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like oh, if you die, you're one of, you're one your of consciousness can go on. Okay, I can see your point of view too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number six. If you really learn from your mistakes, why are we so afraid of making them? Because they suck, right? It hurts a lot sometimes. Yeah, it yeah, depends they, on the mistake you make. It's it like that. It's like the saying, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. They, what they fail to mention is it almost kills you. Mm-hmm. Like it sucks. It gives you unhealthy coping mechanisms. Right. A lot of drinking. Maybe. Or or, or drugs. Maybe I wouldn't know. Or cocaine. Or or yeah yes yeah coke nose candy mm-hmm. the booger sugar. Great stuff. The booger sugar. The booger sugar. Booger sugar. I was going to start calling it from now on, then nobody's going to know what I'm talking about. I'll know what you're talking about. Well, you will, because you heard me. You right. heard the origination of it. Number seven. What type of legacy do you want to leave behind? Hmm. The world's greatest lover. Yeah, good luck with that one, <laughs> Kirby, <laughs> we need an answer. We're going to need a judgment on that call. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need a ruling. There's a flag on the play. <laughs> We're going to need a ruling on that one. No, yeah, go ahead. It's fine. And you got a red card, too. All <clears throat> oh, red carded. Out of the game. Womp, womp. So, I'm not really concerned about my legacy. I've got other things going on. Right on. I just kind of want to be, you know, like, when I'm gone, let's know that I was probably a good person you know one of my one of my secret goals since i was like 10 is to make everybody that i've ever met laugh at least once 
and I feel that I've so far succeeded on that. Um, so that's like my personal goal. Right. No wait, so wait. So every person that you've met, or every person that you know, every person that I know. Okay. I try to get them when I meet them. Well, it's fine. I was just curious because there's a lot of people who you've met already in life, and you did not make them laugh. Well, you gotta you gotta be like, able to have a conversation. There's with them. like 30 Karens that came through your work and retail enough times yeah, where yeah, you yeah, didn't make them laugh. That doesn't count. But but everybody that I know, and I've I've been bit pretty um successful on that that venture. If at some point after I'm gone, someone it doesn't have to be a lot of people, just one person can think back at me. Think back, think back on me and smile. I'm good. There you go. That's that's exactly kind of what I wanted. Yeah. Hmm. I don't have a whole lot of concept of what other people think of me, so I it's usually a good just thing. shoot for like a yeah. lifetime of uh, unparalleled philanthropy, um, hopefully unmarred by scandal. Okay. Okay. Because I feel once you get enough money to do that kind of thing, at some point you've murdered a bunch of people, or had them murdered for you. Yeah. So yeah, and I'm then skip that part. And then you get a building or a street named after you. Right. That's that's what really what I want is a building and a street named after me. Okay. Uh, are, is the building going to be on that street? That wouldn't be the same. Hopefully, impact. the Danny Williams no. building on the on Danny Williams Boulevard. Exactly. No, that's the thing is, it's going to be Williams, and it's going to. Do you want it to? Do you want it to be a boulevard, a parkway, a drive, a street, <laughs> or um, or a driveway, or, avenue, avenue, or an avenue? I want it to be. DW a tram ride, like a the, monorail. Yes, like a bullet train. No, no like a slow moving one. Wait, like wait, 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 the, wait. The umbrella carts at Disneyland that take you from one part side of the park to the other. I want one of those. The but Dane like, and Williams Memorial Tram. Yeah. Okay. What if you? What if you're the person in the future who builds the free bullet train? Ooh, I really do. There and should be one uh, at least north and south in Michigan. For those who aren't paying attention, it'd be a gold mine. If you can transport cars north to south in this state and choose which cities you put the stations in, you could make a killing in real estate by making new towns just like they did with the interstates, bigger than they were, buying it up cheap. Like, go nuts and pin conning, have the bullet train have a stop there on the way up to Marquette so much money. so i could see your your commercials or psa's ride the danon mm-hmm. save save the planet it saves on gas it's more economical get your destination faster it's save helping the, the planet. planet ride yeah. the danon there you go there you go we just gave it yeah. to you and the tagline is the girl that goes "Ooh, <laughs> i rode the danon <laughs> number eight when you and everyone you know is dead, will people still remember you, or will you currently be completely forgotten? That's like the same question. It's a little bit different. Except for admitting the part where we're completely forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, we will be completely Eventually forgotten. Eventually, we, for- we will pass out of all knowledge. All knowledge We'll existence. be like the one ring. Right. Okay, so, so spin that question. How many generations do you think it's going to take before you're completely wiped from history? Well, I don't know. With Ancestry.com existing now. No. Hmm. I would say, without one of those databases, I would, I would say, um, let's see, I can remember my great-great-grandfather and, I mean, nobody before that, 
because obviously I didn't exist. So I would probably say one, two, three, four, maybe five generations. Mm-hmm. Based on my own knowledge of my own family. So now that we all exist in the digital world and our Facebook histories are going to be there forever, how long until you're still forgotten, existing semi-permanently in the web, but no one ever looks for you? When's the next search history going to come up? When's the next stamp on the library book of your digital life when someone checks you out? Uh, Four or five generations. Mine was this morning when somebody uh, requested to follow me on LinkedIn. Oh, nice. Are you going to get birthday invitations on LinkedIn? (laughs) Or like, congratulations on your anniversary, like 9,500 years from now. (laughs) Probably. Congratulate Jonathan Bodeker on his 950th anniversary at Island Sometime. number nine is the thing you want to achieve really that hard to achieve or is it that you didn't try hard enough to achieve it yes and yes right as i say it's definitely (laughs) both yeah i feel like it's more of the second one just because i haven't finished what i needed to yet but little of column a little of column b making headway that's good making headway proud of you boy i'm moving forward yeah Backwards. Cut snuggle. Struggles. Dana, what's your answer? I don't know. Most of my ideas involve way more people and money than I have access to, so... Yes. I feel like I was born in the wrong time. If I'd been a Rockefeller, all my dreams would have been a lot easier to, well, to make reality. any of us had been a Rockefeller... Oh, say $400 billion. It's too much. You don't need that much money. Nobody needs that much no. money, but... It didn't stop him from making it. I know, but how do we get it, though? Since it's all we digital don't. and we can't <laughs> rob them? It's increasingly unlikely that it will happen. We don't. We don't get it. I know. But if we murder them all, where does it go? It well, just it disappears. Goes with, it goes with Cotton Eye Joe. It go, yeah, it goes with Cotton Eye Joe. Uh, I don't want him to have the money. Well, fuck that guy, but still. Right. Huh? guess there's nothing we can do. You sure if we don't just murder enough people no, that you all can't. of our problems will get solved? The answer is not killing people. Yeah. The I don't answer know how many is times never killing people. I've told you this. <laughs> Dana and I'm on your side with this Clearly one. not I'll enough. I'll split the field with them. Me and you, buddy. I don't know. We can conquer the world. I'm feeling like we haven't tried it enough in human history. Killing no, no, you don't think we've traded enough in human I, history? I feel like it's all been pretty straight arrow from here, and uh, at this point is when we need to jump on the murder train and try and solve all of our problems. Fuck in the it, hey, dude, are you serious? That's that's what's wrong. That's why that's why we don't have free elect free solar electricity and bullet trains to everywhere. Let's start a new religion. Yep. What's next? Murder <laughs> till truth. <laughs> <sighs> Number 10, the last one of today. If life is so short, why do we dwell on things that don't matter? Describe something that doesn't matter. Like the color of our shoes? Does it matter? No. The color of your shirt today? No, but it's got to match. Does it? <laughs> so, Getting rejected by that girl you asked out in ninth grade. Right. <laughs> yeah, that really mattered. It still stings. <laughs> That's <laughs> only because she kicked her in the balls. Oh. Pete, you kicked him in the balls? Well, yeah. 
Because people want to. I mean, have... as hard as I could in my like my jean skirt. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not very hard because you can't lift your leg. You up can't very lift high. your. I kind of, I kind of like shinned him a little bit. He just said, "Oh," and walked away. Can you were saying? Um, I was just saying that uh, we dwell on things that don't matter because uh, we as humans like to have the illusion of control. And uh, we've convinced ourselves that <laughs> we dwell on these things because if we think about them hard enough, we'll be able to change them. And the fact is, is that we won't. No, we absolutely will not. So well, here's Ken coming with a scientific answer. And I'm talking about cross-dressing and kicking Dane into the, <laughs> the shits. That's how I answer these questions, yes. apparently. That's the circus monkey that is the inner voice of uh, Pete. Yes, that's that's my inner Don Knotts. Yeah, see, that was, I just answered my Helen Mirren coming out. <laughs> but that is how we should answer these questions. And we all hope that you enjoyed this week's edition of the Vlix Podcast. God knows I did. <laughs> that's a fat lie, sir. We hope you all have a good week. We'll see you next time. I've had a jolly good time. Has you been waving ping pong paddles around? It's been fantastic. I feel like I'm directing traffic on an aircraft carrier. Okay. I think he's done. I, I don't know. He's definitely done. I've gone around the right. <laughs> Good night, folks. Have a great one. Stay warm. Stay fresh. And whatever you do, don't wear the jean skirt. Keep it kinky. Oh, and make sure you go around and cuddle snuggles. <laughs> no, struggle, no, snuggle. no, do not, do you not struggle snuggle. Yeah, do not do that. That's inappropriate. But squash.